Creative mastery is a lie. Anyone who tells you that they will give you the secret to mastering your craft and making you achieve perfection as a creative person, whether that's a writer, an artist, whatever, they're lying to you. Every project is different. Every goal moves the post. No one ever masters their creativity. And that's the glorious thing about the path. We are striving for something that we know we can never attain, but we strive for it anyway, because it's the journey and not the destination. Mm, That's a bit cliche, but it's true. So let's talk about it on today's Project Shadow. Hello, everyone. How are you doing today? My name's Charlie. You might know me better as sci-fi fantasy writer C.E. Dorset, especially if you're reading my latest book. But hey, it's all about the writing, isn't it? And that's what we're going to talk about today. I am going to try my best not to be as cliche as I was at the beginning, because, you know, sometimes the cliche is a cliche because of a reason. And creativity is all about the journey. It's all about the process. It's all about the craft. But before we get into all that, if you haven't already, please do take a moment to rate this podcast in whatever app you're listening to me on. It does help out a lot. It tells the algorithms to share the podcast with more people. The more people that listen, the bigger the community, the bigger the community, the better the chance we have of actually communicating with each other. And after all, that's why I do this in the first place. Thank you so much to everyone who's already done that. Alrighty. Creative Mastery. I've seen quite a few people talking about this lately, and I feel like it's a very important topic for us, because I think mastery is something that we should always strive for. I think it is a worthy goal. It's that whole Greek idea of erite, of excellence, of striving to ever be better, listening to Stan Lee and to be excelsior, to be rising up, to be ever better than we were in the past. And that's important. Everything that we do builds off of the experience that we've gained from what we've already done. Every work, our craft deepens. So long as we're doing what we should be doing to deepen our understanding of our craft. But having said that, I feel that there are too many people in the world who either live with the illusion that the greats are beyond us, that they have risen to a place of exalted, holy almost, perfection, that they can do no wrong. And if anything has taught us anything, it's J.K. Rowling, and not just her weird transphobic moment that happened the other day, but the crimes of Grindelwald. It, she wrote it, and... It's a thing that happened. I'm not going to go into it because I don't want to go after her because I I think that the problem with the Wizarding World franchise is that she's a novelist. And you can see in The Crimes of Grindelwald the bones of something that would have made an interesting book if given the time to develop and 
grow. And then it would have been cut down and pared down into a movie. But she's not a film writer yet. She's not a screenwriter yet. She's learning to master a new craft. And it shows that her understanding of plot and character and characterization isn't perfect. And again, that's no knock on her. I, for example, am living in this weird state where I have two books written that need editing, and I'm working on that. But I have all these other ideas, and I'm kind of, sort of, working on about three, four different projects right now, because, well, on one day I am really inspired and interested in one, and the next day the other, and none of them's really standing out, and I figured I could fight the process, or, well, I could just write. And I'm choosing to just write, because you can't edit what's not written. But one of those projects, which you've heard me talk about in the past, it's the epic space opera project that's probably going to be way too long and take way too long for me to do, feels like it's my first novel. It feels like it's the first time I've ever tried to write anything, and that's bizarre because, you know, I got my start writing space opera. I got my start writing sci-fi. And yeah, it's been a little bit since I've gone back to work on that stuff, but it shouldn't feel as daunting of a task as it does. But it feels like I'm working on the very first book. And when I say first book, I'm not talking about Liquid Sky or any of those. I'm talking about Empires. That book that I wrote way back at the end of middle school, the beginning of high school, that no one will probably ever see. That first book, when I knew, no matter what, come hell or high water, I am going to finish this one. I tried a couple prior to that, and they never really got anywhere, but this one, this one I'm going to finish. And I did. I wrote the whole thing, and then I read it, and I don't think that the best editors in the world could make anything of quality out of that story. But it was worth doing. It taught me that I could finish a book, that I could write a book, even if it was not a very good one. It was a thing that I could do. And suddenly, here I am. I don't know how many books in. I could do some counting, but quite a few books into my career. And I, I don't have a problem working on the Mask of the Gods books. I don't have a problem working on any of the other projects that I'm doing, but this one, this one specifically, this one in particular feels so daunting, so hard. And why is that? Because of all the projects that I'm currently working on, of all the projects that I'm dreaming of doing, it involves the most fresh ground for me. See, I've written books with multiple points of view before. I've written quite a few of them. But not like this. Not that start off in different places. Not that start off with completely different agendas. I know where this book is going. I know where the series is going. I don't know how I want to get it there. I don't know how it wants to get there. And that's frightening. And these characters, well, when I'm writing them, they're so vivid and alive in my mind. And I can sit and write a thousand words at a time. 
on this project. And I'm, I'm thrilled about that. When I'm not actively writing it, it's like a ghost. I, I know that I can feel that there's something there. But what it is, I just don't know. It's elusive. It's distant. And that's because of all the projects that I'm working on. This one is asking more of me. This one is asking me to go out of my comfort zone and to write characters and to write settings and to write stories that I'm not familiar with, that I'm not comfortable with. And that's why it feels new. It's challenging everything that over the years I felt like I learned. It's challenging everything that over the years I thought I had developed in the craft that I had gotten better at, that I had gotten good at. It's challenging my own conception of myself as a writer. And that is an exhilarating experience. It's, I wish I could say that it's giving me what the um, Zen monks call beginner's mind. And maybe it is. But to my understanding, it's it's giving me novice angst. I don't know if it's giving me beginner's mind, but it is definitely giving me novice angst. Because it's reminding me of how much I'm wanting to stretch, how much I'm wanting to grow, how much I'm wanting to develop not only my voice, but my craft and my talent to get where I want to get. And it's an ever-present reminder in my own life that no matter how comfortable I feel that I've gotten with description and character and mood and tension and writing, I'm not a master. And I will never truly be a master. Because every time I feel like I've reached a plateau, every time I feel like I've gotten to a place where I figured it out, there will be new challenges. And there will be new adventures to go on. And that's so thrilling as a writer. You know, I had gotten to a place with my creativity about a year or two ago where I started realizing that we had made peace. I was able to just accept the weirdness, the sheer oddity of the ideas that come through my mind. And in coming to peace with that and realizing that I'm not writing that commercial fiction that I wanted to write, but I'm writing fiction that's uniquely mine. I thought that I would be in a place where writing would become easy. But I set challenges and goals for myself without even realizing it. Because mastery is a lie. So what does this mean for our writing? What does this mean for our creativity? Well, first of all, I think it should be liberating. It should mean for the majority of us that we shouldn't allow ourselves to have such rigid standards because what we see as perfection now will seem like novice work later. What we see as the high mountain we want to climb now will turn out to be merely a hike up a hill in the foothills of the mountain range we're walking. And I'm trying not to go too far into 
these metaphors because it's easy to get lost in metaphor, but I think we hold ourselves too much to account for the ideals of where we want to be and how we see ourselves developing in the craft. We have this illusion, this horrible notion that one day, one day, if we try hard enough, if we work hard enough, if we're worthy enough, that we'll wake up and it will just be easy. We'll just do it. And while there is some truth to that, and that comes from seeing writing as your job, today I'm writing because it's what I do. I get up, I write, I put words down because writing is my job. I'm showing up whether the ideas do or not. If you want more about that, please read The War of Art, because it's so good and it'll change your life, change mine at least. So yeah, that becomes easier. Getting rid of the notion of inspiration is very powerful and very important, because not that inspiration isn't something that happens, but while there are things that we can do to encourage the flow state to come over us, we can't guarantee its presence and we can't ever evoke the muses perfectly. They are fickle creatures, after all, who like to hide from us. But once we start showing up every day, and when I say every day, I am not telling you that you need to write every day, because you don't. I, I've not written every day this month, but on the days that I set aside for writing days, I did. I'm writing at least a thousand words a day. I'm hoping for more, but my goal is a thousand words a day minimum. And I'm doing it. I'm pushing myself to do what feels comfortable, what feels natural, what will keep me from burning out. And that's the schedule you need to find for yourself. I don't write every day. I take weekends off. I don't write every day during the week either, because I'll either be working on the podcast or I'll be working on edits or this, that, or the other thing. So don't think that I'm one of those people advocating if you're not writing X number of words every single cotton picking day, you're not a real writer. Because that, that couldn't be further from the truth. But you need to get to a place, if you want this to be something that you can do more naturally, where you see it as your job. And like a job, you have a set time that you sit down and you write. And whether or not the words are there, you are not allowed to do anything else. You can't get on social media. You can't get online. You're either writing or not writing. And that could be outlining. That could be world building. That could be actual drafting. But you have to set that, that, that work aside. That time aside. And that is the illusion of mastery. Because once you've gotten yourself in the habit of telling yourself... I am writing now, and all the switches flip in your mind, and you write, you get words down, you feel like you've gotten to a place where mastery has to be the next step, where I can just command myself to make great fiction magically and spontaneously generate on the page. That's not true. That is the lie. That is the illusion. Well, you can get yourself to a place where, yes, you can tell yourself, I am going to write, and words will go onto the page. That's not the same as good words going on the page. 
Before recording this podcast today, I've written 1,200 words today. I don't know if they're good. I don't know if they're bad. And I don't know how many of them will make it into the final project. But they're written. They're done. They're there to be edited later. And that, from my point of view, is what true mastery is. Starting to see what you do well and what you need to improve, finding the resources to help you improve, and getting to a place where you understand drafting is drafting, editing is editing, and in between, there is no ground. I write or I edit. I revise, but I don't revise while I'm writing. Because that's where judgment comes in. That's where all the horrible little demon voices come into our head and start judging us and telling us that we are not good enough, that our work is not perfect. No, our work is not perfect, but it will get there. We will eventually get there. And that, my friends, is the goal that we're striving for. If you notice that your dialogue is weak, find some resources to help you work on your dialogue. If your description game isn't as good as you want it to be, find some resources to help with that. Continue ever working on your craft, but realize that the true mastery that we can achieve is merely in sitting down and not judging ourselves while we're drafting. Just allowing ourselves to tell our stories raw and completely, and then we bring judgment in. Then we bring in all of those skeptics and critics and horrible little thoughts and voices in our heads to make it better, to make it work, and to fix everything that went wrong in the drafting. That's true mastery. That, to me, is the most achievable thing that we can do, is learning to be honest with ourselves and to stop deluding ourselves that we can make perfect first drafts. So hopefully, that's something that you can start doing yourself. Hopefully, that's the path that you will take. Because, for me, the joy is in getting stories out. For me, the joy is sharing the worlds that exist in my head with other people, and sharing those stories with them so that they can live with others as well as they live with me. And as long as I can do that, I'm happy. Because, well, yes, I, like every other writer, wants to make money from my writing. And I, like a lot of other writers, dream of the TV series or the movie deal. That is out of my control. I can do what I can to make that happen. But I can't make it happen. I can dream of the day that I will sit down and write a perfect novel from start to finish without making any errors or having any major problems in the draft. And I know that that day may never come. And I'm okay with that. And that's where I want you to go as well. My draft is my draft. I will see the things that I need to work on, and I will work on them. I will make them better, and when I make them better, then I move forward in my goals.
elves. And may the elves come to you in the middle of the night with their ruby dust and make all of your dreams come true. At least I hope that they will. For you and for me and for all of us. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did and you haven't already, please do take a moment to rate it in whatever app you're listening to me on. It does help out a lot. If you have any questions, comments, or topics you'd like to hear discussed on the show, in the show notes you'll find a link to the voice message system. Keep it short, keep it clean so I can use it on the show. I would love to hear from you. If you'd rather hit me up on social media, I am C.E. Dorset on both Twitter and Instagram, and you can find links to everything that I do over at projectshadow.com. If you'd like to join the project and help make everything that I do possible, in those same show notes, you'll find a link to the to both my Patreon and the listener support. The difference is the people on Patreon get stuff. As little as a dollar a month really does go a long way to help keep the lights on and keep me working. And thank you to everybody who already does that. If you don't have any money right now or you don't feel like joining the project, that's fine. But... If you know somebody that you think would like either this podcast or any of the work that I do, please share it with them. That helps out more than you will ever know. So yeah, I've got some projects in the works and I'm not talking about them because I feel like I've cursed myself lately. Maybe that should be a topic for next week. But the more I talk about how excited about a project I am, the harder it is for me to actually work on that project, that I get the excitement out in the discussing it and not in the actual doing of it. That might be a thing. So yeah, I'm, I'm working on some secret projects and I'm working on the big epic space opera. And yeah, you'll be hearing more about all that soon. Alrighty. Until next time. Don't forget, have the fun. Bye.